I'm JD the Media Jack, and this is episode 12 of the Media Jack podcast. Today we're going to talk to Tabitha and Josh from CFX. CFX is a company that has an incredible line of silicone masks, props, gloves, gauntlets, and so much more. Chances are you've already seen some of their stuff. If you're a wrestling fan, WWE or AEW, we'll get into that conversation in a little bit as well. Their stuff has been seen television, movies, and a lot in cosplay. Before we get into the interview, though, which I'm very excited about, big thank you yet again to our executive producer for this episode, Red Wolf Dawn, once again has gotten herself the title of executive producer by being a top supporter on my Patreon. If you would like to help out in any way, shape, or form, themediajack.ca is where you want to go because there is where the story is for all the merch for the Media Jack, venting as normal, as well as the Iron Bikini. As well, it is where the podcast is easily found and Patreon, where you can support me for just $2 a month minimum. It goes a long way, and everything that is raised through merch and through Patreon just goes to help me do this for you. Once again, themediajack.ca to find out more. Now, on to the interview. This is Tabitha and Josh from CFX on the Media Jack podcast. My name is Tabitha Barron. I am the um, trade show sales, social media, and marketing manager for Composite Effects, also known as CFX Masks. Uh, for those of you who know our abbreviation. Uh, we are a silicone mask making company. Uh, we do silicone props as well, a uh, full service prop shop. And we're based in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We have been here since 2006 when we first started the business. And we actually got our start in haunted houses um, at the 13th Gate Haunted House out here in Baton Rouge to be specific. And funnily enough, it was due to necessity. Um, they were doing a Hellraiser themed room at the time. They had somebody who was doing pinhead makeup. And, you know, you can't spend six to seven hours in a makeup chair for a haunted house consistently night after night. So long story short, Ken Decker, who is the owner of CFX, basically created the first silicone mask out of necessity for the haunts, realized uh, that, hey, they have something kind of on their hands that might be worthwhile to not just the haunt market, but to the effects industry overall. And in 2007 uh, was our first trans world trade show, the biggest Halloween haunted attraction industry trade show that you can possibly go to for anything you need for Halloween related stuff. And pretty much since then, it's been slinging the silicone across, you know, the world, uh, as it were, for haunted houses, for theme parks, for cosplay, for movies and everything in between. So that's pretty much the nutshell of who CFX is and where we got our start. And uh, there's no stop on us anytime soon. <laughs> no, clearly, clearly not. No, absolutely. Just to just to give uh, someone an idea of the difference between what you provide and like a typical Halloween mask. Uh, I remember wearing one years ago. It was the most uncomfortable, oversized. It didn't fit. It was fooling no one type like store-bought Halloween mask. Like there's a lot of artistry and talent and skill that go into your products. Like what's the background of your artists and your technicians? Um, well, thank you. First and foremost, uh, my team is very talented and they come from all sorts of backgrounds, but obviously very um, artist based and artist driven. Silicone um, is a material that is newer to a degree. Uh, 
silicone has been on the market for consumer use and the mask side of things for, I guess, the better part of 15 going on 20 years. Mm. Um, but the consumer side of things, you're used to going to like Party City and seeing the mask wall of like the latex masks. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with latex um, except for possibly two things. Uh, there's a lot of people who are allergic to latex. So that is a big barrier for most people when they want to get into masking. Right. Second of all, latex isn't very comfortable um, and it can deteriorate and corrode over time. Silicone doesn't do that. And as far as we know right now, um, there are no medical issues with silicone either. So silicone is wonderful because it takes detail amazingly. So we can get really detailed sculpts um, when it comes to using the silicone. And in addition to it being highly detailed, it's very comfortable, you know? So you're wearing the mask, it becomes like a second skin versus the latex masks. While they look great, usually they're really big, you're breathing around it, you're breathing in your own hot air, you turn your head too fast, it kind of spins on your head. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't quite, doesn't do that. You know, it form fits to your face, it's very comfortable. It has eye holes, ear holes, nose and mouth area, so you can breathe very well through the mask. Because mm. um, ultimately we want you to be comfortable while you're wearing the mask. Um, we designed them for haunted houses, so we want you to wear them for a long period of time. So if you're not comfortable in the mask, it kind of feeds the purpose. Yeah, so silicone is the material that we use. Um, and when it comes to our artists, they are self-taught. They uh, have gone to art school. They have taken um, St. Winston's courses online. Mm. Our artists are from all walks of life, um, and they are fantastic. I think Josh wants to say something. Yeah, say something. by all means. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I saw him lean forward and I thought he got excited about something. <laughs> but yeah, we we have a, a small but mighty team. There's about uh, 30 of us full time, or 30 of us on the staff, about 25 of us full time employees. Mm. Uh, we do have full time employees, we have part time employees, we have contractors, um, and all of them do a, a gamut of different things between sculpting and casting and mold making and trimming and painting and shipping and everything in between. So we, we have an amazing team here. I, I probably have a question for Josh right now, actually. And, and like, I, I follow you guys on social media. Hey, Josh, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? I'm, I'm doing great. I, um, I just kind of slid into the picture. Here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The transitions work wonders. It's fine. Um, so, so just for your audience, my name is Josh Overturf, and I'm the mask operations manager here at CFX. So I oversee the entire mask side of the company. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you. So uh, recently, um, I like I said, I, was, I follow you guys on social media, and it's actually a, a funny story that I want to get into about social media in a bit, in a bit. But uh, recently, you released an, a mask that was uh, modeled after um, Kang the Conqueror in Quantumania, Ant Man and the Wasp. So, what is the process of idea to finished product? Because like, like these things are are like. They're not just something, they don't seem like something you just like, oh, cool, and then hit print, right? So I'll be honest with you. So Kang kind of happened that way. I mean, obviously the work involved in creating the mask is a little bit more involved. Yeah. But the idea, we saw the Ant-Man, uh, the Quantumania trailer. Mm. Um, where we literally had one of our Isaac the Robot masks that was going out for a customer order. And we realized like, wow, that has all the same shapes on it. If we just transplanted one of our natural human masks, over onto that, it would make a perfect king. Mm. And so that's a lot of our ideas are very organic like that. We'll be in the shop and we'll be looking at a mask design that we currently have and go, oh, what would happen if we blended parts of this mask onto that mask right there? 
what that does is that creates a brand new custom mask without the expense of having a custom sculpt done, you know, which is thousands of dollars. So, you know, it saves you in terms of that. But yeah, so Kang, basically, I had the idea. We were sitting in there. I was looking at it. And I turned to one of our senior painters and was like, hey, would you be interested in, in painting up one of these to look like Kang? And she got very excited about it. We kind of worked together. Um, in determining what the base mask would be, which was Isaac, our robot. And then we looked at all of our human faces to see we wanted it to be somewhat, we wanted it to be based off the movie, but obviously not movie accurate. Right. And so we used Derek, the face mask, and Derek actually works very well for that. And yeah, we just cast it in a blue color. And then without getting into all the details, we patch and seam all that together and turn it inside out, glue this and that. And then, yeah, next thing you know, we have a cane. That's awesome. So, like, what's like from start to finish? Like, where we're looking at conception to realization. Well, in this regard, like Josh was saying, I'm gonna let him finish in a second here. Um, is because we already had masks in our catalog that we could basically mash up to make this. Mm. The time frame was relatively short. It was just getting it through production. Right. If you wanted a custom sculpt, if you reached out to CFX and said, "Hey, I have an idea for a mask, and I want to have this," you know look like this particular monster right here with horns and i want to have all the rights to that mask and you know i don't want you to sell it to the public i want it to be my mask yeah we're about three months out for any kind of project like that but we do projects like that quite often that's that's amazing that's utterly stunning i'll be honest with you like i i've like i said i've been following you guys for a while and there was something on your website that i thought that'd be so cool but if only it was that, 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 that. And I was thinking like, what, like, is maybe there, like, there's an, like a alternative that comes out at some point in time, but I didn't know that custom orders is actually something viable. So, so yeah, CFX has really transitioned over the last three to four years that we do far more custom work than we do just standard stock masks coming through the shelf. I mean, we do sell a, 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 a large number of just standard masks. Uh, our red Belial demon is very popular. Everyone sees the Facebook scams uh, <laughs> on that one. He's, he's been copied by all the Chinese companies. Mm -hmm. and, but yeah, so make sure you reach out to CFX for the real one. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we, we saw a lot of those, but most of our orders that we take these days that come you know, either from the trade shows or from online tend to be customized masks, either a, a certain color, uh, horns modified or changed. You know, we could put different horns and different teeth on a bunch of the different masks. But yeah, so we, we, to answer your question, yes, we can definitely customize and modify anything. If you see it online and you just don't like its color or you don't like the horns on it, that's a phone call to us and it's a really easy, yeah, we'll take that right off and get a new mask made for you. Yeah, we have about 170 characters in our catalog and thousands of ways that those characters can be fully customized, like Josh was saying, between adding horns, removing horns, adding hair, adding wounds, making things into zombies, you know, making, uh, you know, something vibrant purple when it's normally green. I'm talking about the reptile yeah. snake mask we've done um, and anything in between. So like Josh was saying, if there's something on the website that you like or there's like, ooh, I have maybe idea for that. Nine times out of 10, the answer is going to be yes. You just have to reach out to us and, and see what's doable. That's, I'm blown away. I had no idea like options were like, this is, this is like finding out I'm getting extra dip with my fries. This is just awesome. <laughs> um, so I, I will actually point out uh, the, the, what the thought that I had. Um, it, was, it was maybe about two years ago, uh, the Spider-Man video game really became big and in that Spider-Man video game, there was all these alternates, and one of them was a crossover between Spider-Man and the Ghost Rider. And Ooh. 
there was this beautiful like the the Spider-Man costume is stunning and it's got this really wicked skull and you have a, a skull on your website that is it, it could be like that but it, it had like all this beautiful artwork across it, its 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 neck and across its brow and I was thinking to myself like oh if I bought that and maybe I painted over it like that's a lot of work <laughs> and it's taking away from your artistry but it sorry yeah that's something that do in in house so like so the skull that you're talking about is york the skull um and it's kind of it, he has all the texture on him uh, very skeleton face but he's got some muscle tissue yeah. and stuff on him oh yeah we, what we do what i would suggest on there like you already got my brain spinning on it so yeah i would suggest smoothing out some of that muscle texture pipe so we can hand pipe on the silicone and do different designs and patterns that you know we'll have the artist don't let me touch it it'll, it'll be sloppy and messy but we'll let the artist handle it and uh, yeah, they can pipe on by hand any of that little vein work and artwork and, and stuff like that. But yeah, that, that is something that is well within our wheelhouse and something that we love to do. The, the, the spirit spider suit? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Tabby's already over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that would be cool. That would be very, very easily done. Yeah. I, I'm and, sure. And yes, and. I, I consider myself an amateur cosplayer, but I saw that like I, I'm already I'm already yeah I'm already training to be a bodybuilder. So by the time the next uh, convention comes around, all I need is the mask and the suit, and I'm good. Well, you know where to get. That that would be a really fun one to have come through the shop and see as well. Yeah, absolutely. It, it is actually on that, uh, and you hinted at it uh, a few minutes minutes ago, Tabitha. Um, there's two reasons why I know of your incredible company. One of them is a friend of mine and uh, an incredible cosplayer, Mark Mir, who a lot of people might know as Commander Shepard. He's an incredible voice actor and voice art. Oh, look at the Garrus. That looks incredible. That's Mark's. That's Mark's Garrus? Yes. Yeah. Yes. This is the, well. This is our copy of the one that he commissioned. But it's, so. it, 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 he, he custom commissioned this one from us. And, uh, uh, and he's the only one that gets it. We have the, our one shop copy that's right here that we treasure. Um, <laughs> and so Mark has done something like that. Yeah. And so uh, I'm glad you kind of brought that up. It just happened to be sitting right next to me when you said that. That was not a plant yeah. at all. <laughs> we're, we're in our conference room right now. And some of like the, the specialty one-off masks are, are sitting right beside me just so we can show off to different customers that come in. So it, it was convenient timing. Right Conveniently there. located. He, he uh, at one of the most recent uh, con uh, conventions in my hometown of Prince George, he showed up in full garb of the Super Scrawl, where uh, the superhero like incorporated every single one of the powers of the Fantastic Four. And the the gloves, the gauntlets, the mask, everything was stunning. Yeah, that was, um, I think that's our Orlock mask that we did some modifications to and um, our stone glove um, that we did uh, obviously modifications to. Mm -hmm. So we, I personally, like I mentioned, haven't met Mark yet. Uh, we're Facebook friends and that's about as far as we've gotten so far. Um, but he is a wonderful friend to us here at CFX. He knows Ken and Brett, who was our GM very well. Um, they used to go troll around New Orleans during Halloween. Um, but obviously since the pandemic, it's been a little bit iffy on that, but hopefully this year they're going to come back out and we can all cause some trouble down in the quarter. Might be a little bit of fun. 
That's awesome. That's so incredible. Um, the other reason why I, I know of your uh, company and all the products is actually through social media. And you, again, you hinted at it earlier. I sent a message a long time ago through Facebook and it's one of those scams like, hey, get this incredible mask. And I'm looking at this thing going like, that looks that looks really detailed for under $100. And I contacted your company and said, is this you? <laughs> Yeah, um, that's, you know, just like a lot of the, the Chinese knockoffs that are out there and the event at social media, it's easier to fall victim to those things, yeah. especially when they are taking legitimate photos and videos from not only us, but our customers. Like we had quite a few customers who posted their, you know, reviews or trying their mask on on YouTube mm. and were having their videos lifted straight from YouTube with all of our branding and stuff still in it and still trying to use that. Um, so, you know, it was a little bit of an uphill battle at first once we realized, oh my gosh, this is going on. How do we combat this? Right. Um, but we have an amazing fan base. Uh, Y'all, you included, everybody was like, hey, we see this, this looks sketchy, is this legitimate? And we say, no, if you see a silicone, quote unquote, silicone mask for under a hundred dollars, be wary, you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> uh, and, you know, it was really beneficial to have our entire fan base and our support base be able to be, you know, vouching for us and be like, hey, don't don't buy from them. Go to CFX. Also report them, you know, to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all these other you know sites and stuff. So yeah. blessing and a curse because it, it was kind of hard to be like, hey, you know, that's not us. This is us. But on the positive side, it led a lot of people to us so we could get them. We actually quality. gained quite a few new customers due to it. They had bought the, the cheap version of it and they realized like, oh, this is actually a cool mask, but it's not what they advertised. And so they would look it up and go, oh, okay, there's a real one. And so at trade shows all the time, Tabby and I will have people come up to us and be like, oh yeah, I bought one of those cheap $29.99 ones, uh, but now I'm here for the real one. Yeah. I was just going to ask too, like, have you gotten any horror stories? Like, I got, the, I, I thought it was this and I ended up with like it, oh we okay. we've seen them in person yeah we we've seen what they ship out because I, sometimes they'll ship a mask out to you sometimes you won't get anything but what they do is they it's i don't even know what what chemical or whoa. material <laughs> but they smell funny they look funny yeah i want to be putting it on my face i i only had one guy who I, at least I interacted with, who was like really irate initially, who was adamant that, no, no, we scam them, you know, yada, yada, yada. And we're like, no, like here's receipts. This is not us. This is, you know, here's what our stuff looks like. And he was so apologetic on the back end. Like he was one of the people who were like, were posting on our wall, like, hey, you know, don't buy from this company. And then was able to like go back and delete those and eventually bought a real mask from us too. So, you know, it's, it, we were able to turn a really negative and, you know, even though it wasn't our fault mm. into a really positive for us. And so, yeah, you know, mm. blessing on a curve. You're, you're so uh, like talking again, talking about Mark Mirror, like I've seen, I've seen him unmask and uh, like he, he's, first of all, when he's in one of your masks and like he has, you can understand him. He has full articulation. It is just stunning how comfortable it is for him. But at the same time, like it is, it is snug. It is on there quite well. Um, with that being said, like I have no problems with that sort of thing on my face, but there are people out there who would have some sort of issue with like claustrophobia or anything like that there are options on your website that are not complete masks. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So we do, we do have uh, some masks out there that we call cowls 
and it's basically an open face. It'll cover the rest of your head, but it'll leave your entire face open. Mm. Um, and we have some where we can actually do either extended mouths where the mouth is cut open a little bit bigger or bigger eye holes. One of the advantages, the claustrophobia is a real thing. We kind of call it squid face here in the silicone world because it's like a squid that just went right onto your face, yeah. right? And you're looking at little holes. But the nice thing about it is because it is so close to your face, your eyes are looking straight out the eye holes. It doesn't give you a, a sense of that tunnel vision kind of feel. Mm. When you're breathing out, and like Tavi had mentioned earlier, all your hot air is leaving out through that mask. And that alleviates a lot of claustrophobia. Uh, we do a lot of try-ons at trade shows, mm -hmm. you know, just to get people exposed to the product. A lot of people have no idea what a silicone mask is. So explaining it to them is not, it, it's much easier to show them than it is mm -hmm. to try to explain to them the difference. So we let people try the masks on at trade shows. Yeah. And I have people all the time that are like, hey, yeah, no, I'm claustrophobic. I probably won't you know, be able to do this. And you know, be, if I can convince them to get it on, once they get it on, nine times out of 10, it's, hey, yeah, no, this isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I could actually wear this. Interesting. So every once in a while, we'll get someone that does have that panic. No. Nope. <laughs> it's funny because I, I make eye contact with people while they're putting it on because I can kind of gauge their comfort level. Yeah. And you'll see that eyes bug out as soon as oh, it gets on. I'm like, okay, here, we'll get it off. <laughs> and that's the nice thing about the mask is there is no glue. There's nothing funky about them. You just put it on and put it off. Right. That's obviously one of the biggest reasons why the silicone masks were invented. It, we need that instant on and instant off in case, you know, we, honestly, time and money. You don't want to spend that much time and money in a makeup chair, but also in case of any kind of emergencies or for your safety. You know, we want you to be able to get in and out of these masks quickly, safely and effectively and not have to worry about taking off a whole bunch of different pieces or glue or anything like that. So, you know, that's the, the beauty of silicone is like Josh said, the easy on, the easy off. It's instant gratification. <laughs> so uh like we we've been talking uh, a lot about masks but like it, as as you stated before like you, there's more than just masks there's props there's there's gauntlets there's a lot of other things too um like what is it that you provide as well as whose hand do you use as a model so we have a few different hands okay. and feet um and they <laughs> yeah, are feet too right <laughs> So like you said, we do silicone masks is where we started. We also do silicone gloves um, or arm pieces, but we do full silicone props as well for a whole bunch of different things. The material that we like to play with is silicone, if you can't tell. So that we, we are silicone specialists. Right. Uh, not, there are not a lot of companies out there that specialize in silicone the way we do. Silicone can't just be painted normally. There's processes for all of it. Um, there's timelines involved in the production line that if you, you miss a timeline that, you know, your mask may not cure correctly or your paint won't stick to it. There are some chemicals that can't interact with silicone because they don't like each other and they'll cause each other to be inert. Right. Uh, another fun, you know, chemistry related things that we never thought we'd actually have to deal with going into making masks. <laughs> but yeah, but going into that. So once we discovered the material and we realized its durability and, and its usefulness and we figured out how how to use it. Now we do a lot of silicone props. Uh, we do all the body parts. So we do uh, large intestines, small intestines, hearts, brains, lungs, stomachs, bladders, pancreas, eyes, spleens, eyes. Again, the whole body. The whole I, can, I can assemble an entire body on a table just from all of our parts. And they're all anatomically correct and very realistic. We, we like to specialize for escape rooms and high high production value events that you know really need that realism for it that's where the silicone props really come in handy and the nice thing about the silicone prop as well is they're very durable they have a 20-year shelf life 
Uh, you can toss it around. It'll get dirty. You can just run it underneath the sink, wash it off, and it's good to go again. Silicone is easily cleanable with soap and water. It just or, uh, yep, absolutely. <laughs> Very easy to clean. Um, the silicone is also durable up to 500 degrees. You can so bake a cake in it. You could technically bake a cake in one of our mac uh, <laughs> if you so wanted to. But yeah, and so all those options really make it an ideal material for use on set or even for cosplayers and Halloween attractions. That way they, they're not worried about it just falling apart you know, the first time they take it out. Wow. Just wow. <laughs> That's, I, I, I dare I wonder, like, have you ever, like, just out of curiosity, or maybe it was a special order, like you actually assembled a silicone body from head to toe? So we haven't done a full body, but as part of our trade show, our the big trade show that we do, um, we do bring a Bucky skeleton. So torso. Okay. torso, and we fill it correctly with all the parts in it. So we do have the ability to do that. We usually only bring one leg to the trade shows. Uh, the legs are, they're, they're a little bit on the pricier side of things and they're heavy. They, they take up a lot of space, but yeah, we'll bring a couple of arms and uh, usually one leg. Uh, so we could be assembled three quarters of a body. We have it lately, but maybe we need to assemble a body now. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a while. So. I'll take that as a challenge. <laughs> it's not a problem. It's a challenge. It's not a problem. It's a challenge. <laughs> That's awesome. But going back to your question about props, um, in addition to all the fun props that we do that we produce normally in-house, um, we actually do a lot of prop work for film and TV. Um, I don't know if that's something that you're familiar with. We don't talk a whole lot about it on our social media because a lot of it is NDA until the project comes out. Mm. And that's usually like three years after we've done all the work. Um, but yeah, we do a lot of prop work. We've done a lot of stuff for Netflix and Amazon. Um, some stuff for Disney Plus just recently. Um, yeah, that is, we are a three-pronged company. We, we do the masks and, and props. Uh, we do film and television work. And then we do some medical simulation stuff. That's kind of a, a third, third division of our company that's separate from the math side. Obviously, because we see everything made out of silicone yeah. as well. Hmm. There's there's something I want to touch on, and um, <clears throat> I, I just there, I know there's an answer. We've already cleared this, but I just want to get it out there because I know I'm going to be asked this, and I'm pretty sure it's actually in one of the questions. But uh, your products have been shown have been seen in actually two different wrestling promotions. Most recently, Xavier Woods had this weird unicorn thing that he showed up on in in television. And uh, AEW, of course, uh, Luchasaurus, which is something we talked about before. Uh, first of all, let's talk about uh, Xavier Woods in that horrific, beautiful unicorn thing. So Xavier Woods, uh, I've been a wrestling fan since I've been a kid. Josh has as well. So, you know, when, when we got together, obviously, it was a wrestling world heaven. Um, obviously, following the New Day for a long time, he is a huge nerd, just like the rest of us. Um, and we go to San Diego Comic-Con every year. And obviously, worlds collided one year. I was in costume, coming back from the bathroom, going to the booth. Uh, I was in a mask. And he was literally, we were crossing paths, and he stops me. And he goes, I need a picture with you. Where is that mask from? I'm going to follow you. And so our friendship kind of formed that year. And so the past few years, he's been like, hey, I'm coming to Comic-Con. I want to see you. This year, kind of same thing, or I guess 2022. Same thing. He's like, hey, I'm going to be in town for one day. Want to come by the booth? Say hi. Check stuff out. He came by the booth. He wanted to know, hey, what was new? Of course, we have this new Charlie horse mask. And of course, we do a Charlie the Unicorn variant. And of course, I have to show Xavier Woods from New Day yes. the unicorn mask. 
and just instantly he fell in love with it he tried it on he put it on at the booth at the it was like booth. doing instagram videos right there at in the his booth. mojo jojo costume it was a whole hot mess and he's like if i can clear this it's going on air and i'm like yes please and bought it he left completely forgot about it the next night because it's comic-con we're busy right literally middle of the day my phone is blowing up with everybody going oh my god xavier is wearing charlie the horse on uh the wrestling yeah yeah, yeah yeah and i was like holy crap send me pictures and so in a nutshell yes i uh, the the crazy weirdness of the charlie the unicorn mask yeah. that xavier woods could not help himself um and i'm glad a lot of people nightmares we we were reading some hysterical comments on twitter and instagram that night like we kept the entire house up laughing. Like we were <laughs> we were up until at least two o'clock in the morning, just laughing at all the comments on that. That's awesome. Uh, and the other the other thing, uh, like I said, um, and I apologize for bringing this up, but like, yeah, how could I not? Um, AEW Luchasaurus, uh, beautiful mask, incredible. Uh, there is a, a, a litigious situation, which I mean, from what I gathered from speaking with you earlier, there's no hate here. There's there's no. just there has to be uh, some clarity. Yeah. Again, without going too much into the lawsuit side of things, uh, Luchasaurus had reached out to us years and years ago. We've been working with him yep. for quite some time. Yep. He uses a modified Viper mask of ours uh, that just has some custom modifications uh, for, for you know for his wrestling yes. use on it. Yes. Um, we love seeing it on TV. Obviously, we love seeing Xavier's on TV yes. as well. Um, and that's about the most I can go into yeah. this. Other than the fact if someone wanted to get it, they, yeah, yeah. No, and uh, we wish we could talk more about it, but no. you know how legal go, and it's just one of those that we're gonna have to wait a little bit. And hopefully, we'll be able to talk about it soon. Yeah, yeah. And sorry, sorry, I right. cut you off there. Is what we're always supposed to say. Um, yeah. But if you're interested in getting a variation of that mask, it is our Viper, the reptile mask, and it is available um, for general purchase on our website. Yes, absolutely. Again, like you know, <laughs> I, I I apologize, and it just led into it. Yeah. But at the same time, like. People are going to ask about it. Yeah. So. No, no, exactly. You know, like exactly hundred percent. And it, it really is a beautiful piece of work and it does help to, you know, bring together what he is creating too. With that being said, like when's the first time or the most exciting time you went, that's our stuff. <laughs> when you saw it on TV or the big screen. Um, I mean, for us, um, long story short, Josh and I have been with the company for about four years full time. We were actually consumers of the product before we came to work for CFX. So we own a lot of these masks for our professional haunted house that we run in addition to us working for CFX. Right. So I think for me, even knowing the company, um, there was a movie called Two Guns that's actually like I think number two or three on Netflix right now um, with Mark Wahlberg and Denzel Washington. And they use two of our masks to rob, uh, a rob a bank or the jewelry store um, it's a diamond heist yeah uh, but they robbed the bank with the masks and outside of just normal haunted house stuff like that was probably one of the coolest things that was easily recognizable for us as as friends of cfx and fans of cfx I'm like oh my gosh it's pickles and it's boris and they're robbing freaking banks on denzel washington and marky mark like this is this is awesome uh, and then it's always kind of it's cool to see our doll face mask, which is used on the, the house of that October built, um, which was a like for the haunted house community. That was a really big movie yeah. in there. And uh, it was our mask on the cover basically of it. So that was always really cool to see too. That's cool. That's absolutely cool. 
Um, <laughs> if you don't mind, there's some questions that have been sent to me through social media as well as through Patreon, and uh, we could field those if you, if if that's all right. Absolutely. Sure. First question is from James, and he asks, "How much fun is it to work in your place of business? The amount of creativity that comes out of there is stunning." Uh, no happy thoughts. It's no fun at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we we hate our job. Yeah. It's, it's here, it's so boring. No, uh, uh, it's it's an amazing place to work. Um, it is a lot of work. Don't get us wrong. Yeah. Uh, but to be able to produce some of these products, and honestly, for Josh and I, it's to be able to get these products in front of people. So every time we go to a trade show or a convention, or even just like when we talk to people like you who tell us about their excitement or their enjoyment or their experience with the silicone masks. Like that's, that's really what does it for me. And so to be able, you know, it feels really good to be able to work for a company that provides something that's really badass and people really enjoy. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Working. <laughs> and I'm not going to complain at all. I get to design and make masks whenever I feel like, a, Oh, Hey, I want to do a Isaac the Conqueror mask. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm not, you're not going to hear any complaints from me. I get to go around and hang out with a, a bunch of, our, you know, the consumers of our product, um, people at the trade shows, again, like Tabby said, it's so much fun to hear people get so pumped up about a character that they've created using one of our products. Mm -hmm. You know, it kind of makes you feel good. Like, oh, I, you know, I, I had a part in that other person's, you know, it's a remote part of their creativity, <laughs> but I get to share some of that with them too. And again, there's, there's 26 employees at the CFX shop on any given day. Mm -hmm. um, of those, 24 of them are full-time artists. Uh, I'm, I'm one of the ones that's not a full-time artist. So I'm the first to admit it. I'm, I'm the idea guy gotcha. and I put it in the, but uh, yeah, it is, it's a blast to work here. Um, it is a very family, family environment at the shop here. A lot of people have worked here for well over six, seven years. Um, we yeah. do crawfish boils and we do holiday parties and yeah, we really make it a family environment. If you ever come over here, ask to see our break room and you'll, it, you won't want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> we, have, we, have, we, have, we have uh pinball machines and centipede machines and dart boards and yeah we make it a lot of fun we, we've showed our, our break room on a few live streams it's been a while we've upgraded a few yeah, times in there so we have to do a new live stream from down there so you guys can live vicariously through <laughs> the cfx break room <laughs> wow no kidding all right consider me moving down there um <laughs> Okay, uh, another question from Patreon. This one's from Sarah. She says, I suffer from alopecia. I have embraced this condition in my life, but I'm also a cosplayer. I have no issues with the with the wigs that I wear. I do wonder, though, what is the background or experience or training that your artists have when it comes to creating hair on masks? So that's actually a really awesome question. Um, we have... Technically two, but one resident hair artist who works on all of our hair stuff. Um, she literally just left town after going, she needed a vac vacation. She's going to England. Mm -hmm. It's been a planned vacation since the pandemic. But she is a self-taught hair artist. Um, she did a lot of training from Ken, who is the owner of CFX, who similarly did take a lot of uh, classes initially on how to hair punch and hair style. Um, but she can look at a mask and be like, I... I need X, Y, and Z to get it done, to color it this way, to dye it this way, to style it this way. 75% um, of the hair work that we do here at CFX is all individually hand punched. 
Um, so any of the eyebrows that you see and most of like the short hair work that we do um, is all hand punched uh, and then so individually hand punched and then sealed on the inside. That way it doesn't come out. Uh, we do have the ability to do wigs as well. So it really depends on what the client is looking for. But also for the, for the artists, silicone is a newer material in the effects world. And so there aren't a lot, you can't really just go take a course on, hey, how do I put hair onto a silicone mask? So a lot of it was trial and error that was done here at the shop. Mm. And then that knowledge has kind of been handed down and trained down. So when we say kind of self-taught, you know, it's through trial and error here at the shop. Um, we've learned kind of the best methods on, like Tabby said, of sealing the hair in. Um, we do have options instead of the hand punching of how to glue hair down onto the masks. Uh, when you're spending as much money as you do on the mask, usually a hand punched option is your, your better choice. Right. Uh, yeah, so when it comes to the hair, uh, we, we mainly go with, we have two main artists that we use with one resident here at the shop. Um, and yeah, and for the most part, she we just kind of learn through trial and error on how to how to make it look right. Mm. Um, it does help that she is a professional hairstylist, so she knows once the hair is in the mask, she knows how to make it look that much better. But yeah, it is a bit different than if you're used to doing traditional effects hair work. Um, you know, you're not really laying it down in a wig mat necessarily because that's we want it to get it embedded in the silicone and then seal it that way. Right. Um, like we can do wigs and we can like. Uh, do it on the outside, hair punch on the outside to make it look more of a cohesive or have it have more of a cohesive look. Um, but it's it's something that's a little bit trial and error. There's not quite a, a solid solid foundation for it yet. But now, so, and again, I, I'm expanding a little bit more onto the question than maybe what it is. But, you know, we do, we do have a line of realistic masks that have been used for different, you know, injury disguises and stuff like that. Um, some celebrities have used some of our realistic masks as well to disguise themselves in public. But uh, yeah, so we, we had a burn victim that used one of our realistic masks uh, to help, I guess, basically. yeah, reintegrate into society. And, you know, he had sent us a message about being able to go to his mailbox for the first time in years and not feel weird about being looked at. So we do and this, this kind of falling into the medical side, which, again, there's a lot of NDA stuff that we don't talk about with it just because of its nature. Mm. But uh, we do all kinds of stuff like that. So we could do a human mask with full head of hair, anything like that to help, you know, it, make you feel more comfortable in society. Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. I love I love the care and the detail and like just the experience that is behind your products and how it just wow, it blows my mind. Uh I got we, we do scary, but we also like the feel good. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I... Oh, you know, the feel good and, and the happy stuff, you know, makes makes mom and dad feel good. Uh or the grandparents feel good. My mom and dad love the scary stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> that that should be I, we haven't really touched on it but uh, that should be noted the fact that like yeah you do the scary stuff you do the demons you do the the skulls but also like there's a lot of like majestic and and uh almost angelic creatures and masks and and props that you create as well yeah we like a lot of the fantasy stuff yeah uh, you know horror is always good it's a zombies and clowns those will sell all the time but when we want to like really feel creative ourselves mm -hmm. yeah we start giving Fancy, yeah, whimsical, that kind of that kind of realm. Yeah. One final question. This one's from Mark. He says, "I absolutely love your work. 
I have this idea and I wish to to maybe see if I can have this happen, but I don't want to get you in trouble. I've always had this dream of cosplaying as Sweet Tooth from the Twisted Metal series, but I don't want to get you in trouble for asking for a Sweet Tooth mask. How close could I get to getting something? It's a great, great good, question. Good question. So most of, for most of our masks, we always try to obtain the, the licensing for it, uh, you know, if it's an IP that we don't own, we'll reach out. Um, we've carried the Marvel license before. We currently carry the HBO Game of Thrones license. Um, we carry the Universal Monsters license as well. So we do try to follow the rules as much as possible. Now, when it comes to creating a one-off custom mask for a customer, the law is a little bit more free in terms of that. Like, so I could do something that looks very much like Sweet Tooth. I just kind of add it to my catalog. It would be a, a personal mass that, you know, I just kind of sold to it. Um, now, in terms of doing an exact interpretation from it, we could do it, but I would shy away from doing that. Again, just because we like to be known as a, a pillar of the, the FX community. We don't like to be doing anything, you know, under the table. Right. I would rather above board and kind of there. But if, yeah, if you if we had a mask that looks similar, I'm trying to think right now of our catalog of what would look like Sweet Tooth, and I'm not going to pitch you guys through that, but <laughs> I'm sure we have something that looks pretty similar that we could modify into doing that. Right. Um, if you did, if you wanted a custom Sweet Tooth that you commissioned us to do, we could do that for you. And that's kind of how Mark Mir with the, the Garrus and, you know, the, the other ones like that. If, if it's a custom commission that we're not offering as part of our catalog, yeah, we can do a whole lot more. Cool. Cool. I, I think that answers everything. Again, I really want to thank you for your time, Josh and Tabitha, for spending some time hanging out with me, answering some questions as I try my best not to fanboy all over the place. But oh. with that being said, where can someone find your company, your website, and you know, ask some questions about maybe some ideas or alterations that they might have? Absolutely. Um, I'm going to give you a litany of things right now. Sure. So best place to find us is, of course, on our website. It's cfxmasks.com or compositeeffects.com, all one word. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Composite Effects. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at cfxmasks. Um, all the other channels are very similar, cfxmasks um, for YouTube as well. Um, you can always reach out to us via social media or through our website. Um, info at compositeeffects.com is our best email. Uh, 225-756-7875 is our, e or is our phone number. You could actually call us and talk to us. If you had a question like, hey, Josh, I want to do that Ghost Rider mask and everything like that, what's it going to take? You can call the shop. Someone will go and they'll find me. I'll be in the back sweatshop or whatever working, <laughs> but I'll come up to the front and answer any questions for you guys. Um, we are reachable uh, throughout the day. We do. It's myself and my office manager, Jonathan. We are manning the front nine to five, uh, nine to six, actually, yeah. Monday through Friday. Um, but aside from that, if you actually want to come see us in person, we're going to be at a few trade shows in the next couple of months throughout the year. Hmm. Um, Texas Haunters Convention, for those of you who are in Texas, um, it's a smaller show, mainly aimed at Halloween Haunters, but it's a really great show, and this is going to be probably the fifth or sixth year of it going. Um, if you're in San Diego for San Diego Comic-Con, we will, of course, be making another appearance there. Um, badges are sold out, from what I understand already, though, so if you don't have your tickets, there are some raffles. Take a look at those. Um, one show I'm really excited to be back at this year is Mask Fest, which is part of Horror Hound Weekend in Indianapolis. 
Um, we last did Mask Fest in 2019, and we cannot wait to be back at that show. Obviously, Mask Fest, Mask Based, for CFX Masks. It's going to be a good time. Um, and lastly, if you ever get out to IAPA, we're going to be at IAPA in Orlando. It's uh, theme park related, um, but that's a really big show that we do as well. So you can see us at all of those shows. Otherwise, find us online. We'll get some CFX lives planned pretty soon. So we'll do some good uh, behind the scenes and we'll do another sit down and chit chat and all that jazz. Awesome. Cool. That That is a lot of information, but... Uh... Yes. <laughs> that... That's why I do it because I, it's like, you got that. You got it. <laughs> I'm staying out. I've got, I've got a lit, like I said, a litany. <laughs> yeah, you got the legal li- yellow lo- notepad and the whole deal. That's awesome. All right. Thanks for your time, guys. Not a problem. Not a problem. Happy to be a part of it. Thank you so much for having us. Uh, it was a wonderful time.